February the 3rd, 2023. Genesis chapter 34. Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. Glory, hallelujah. Grace and peace, my brothers and sisters. My name is RJ, and I thank you and I welcome you to another episode of God is Faithful and Just, with all things being relational. Oh, glory, hallelujah. God is truly good. It is Friday. It's another fantabulous day. And we're looking forward to the Lord just whispering in our ear our instructions for the day. Father God, in the name of Jesus, give us this day our daily bread. We're looking forward to allowing the word that he gives us to, to just penetrate through our minds into our hearts and and resonate in our lives so that so that we walk his word out indeed his word is life its instructions its light it comforts us it gives us peace we recognize that in Christ we have joy we have overwhelming fulfillment of knowing that all that we do All that we say, all that we think is to give God honor, to give him praise, to give him glory. And that each and every decision that we make, we know that because our mind is stayed on him, that decision that we make will glorify him. So family, as you go through your different challenges, ups and downs and As you navigate on this side of eternity, realize that any and everything that you're going through, it's it's not in vain as as you do it for the Lord. The Lord will use even those things that we've done in the past that did not glorify him. He will use it for his glory if you continue to stay in him, stay attached to the vine family. This particular word, vengeance is mine, we're reading from Genesis chapter 34. It's our prayer that you are blessed unto today. Let's go into his word. Now Dinah, the daughter of Leah, whom she had borne to Jacob, went out to see the women of the land. And when Shechem, the son of Hamor the Hivite, the prince of the land, saw her, he seized her and lay with her and humiliated her. And his soul was drawn to Dinah, the daughter of Jacob. He loved the young woman and spoke tenderly to her. So Shechem spoke to his father Hamor, saying, Get me this girl for my wife. Now Jacob heard that he had defiled his daughter Dinah, but his sons were with his livestock in the field. So Jacob held his peace until they came. And Hamor, the father of Shechem, went out to Jacob to speak with him. The sons of Jacob had come in from the field as soon as they heard of it, and the men were indignant and very angry because he had done an outrageous thing in Israel by lying, by laying with Jacob's daughter, for such a thing must not be done. But Hamor spoke with them, saying, The soul of my son Shechem longs for your daughter. Please give her to him to be his wife. Make marriages with us, give your daughters to us, and take our daughters for yourselves. You shall dwell with us, 
and the land shall be open to you. Dwell and trade in it, and get property in it. Shechem also said to her father and to her brothers, Let me find favor in your eyes, and whatever you say to me I will give. Ask me for as great a bride price and gift as you will, and I will give whatever you say to me. Only give me the young woman to be my wife. The sons of Jacob answered Shechem and his father Hamor deceitfully, because he had defiled their sister Dinah. They said to them, We cannot do this thing, to give our sister to one who is uncircumcised, for that would be a disgrace on us. Only on this condition will we agree with you, that you will become as we are by every male among you being circumcised. Then we will give our daughters to you, and we will take your daughters to ourselves, and we will dwell with you and become one people. But if you will not listen to us and be circumcised, then we will take our daughter and we will be gone. Their words pleased Hamar and Hamar's son Shechem, and the young man did not delay to do the thing, because he delighted in Jacob's daughter. Now he was the most honored of all his father's house. So Hamor and his son Shechem came to the gate of their city and spoke to the men of their city, saying, These men are at peace with us. Let them dwell in the land and trade on it. For behold, the land is large enough for them. Let us take their daughters as wives, and let us give them our daughters. Only on this condition will the men agree to dwell with us to become one people, when every male among us is circumcised as they are circumcised. Will not their livestock, their property, and all their beasts be ours? Only let us agree with them, and they will dwell with us. And all who went out of the gate of this city listened to Hamar and his son Shechem, and every male was circumcised, all who went out of the gate of his city. On the third, on the third day, when they were sore, two of the sons of Jacob, Simeon and Levi, Dinah's brothers, took their swords and came against the city while it felt secure and killed all the males. They killed Hamar and his son Shechem with the sword and took Dinah out of Shechem's house and went away. The sons of Jacob came upon the slain and plundered the city because they had defiled their sister. They took their flocks and their herds, their donkeys and whatever was in the city and in the field, all their wealth all their little ones and their wives, all that was in the houses they captured and plundered. Then Jacob said to Simeon and Levi, You have brought trouble on me by making me stink to the inhabitants of the land, the Canaanites and the Perizzites. My numbers are few, and if they gather themselves against me and attack me, I shall be destroyed, both I and my household. But they said, should he treat our sister like a prostitute? Glory, glory, hallelujah. Thank you for your word, Father God. Vengeance is mine, saith you, the Lord our God. Thank you for your word, Father. Wow, family, this, um, you know, as we come upon this story, it just brings to mind that as we go forward throughout the book of Genesis and Throughout the rest of the, especially the Old Testament, we will, we will come upon stories and events that, 
that we would think to ourselves more than likely that how is this possible to be in the Bible? We recognize the Bible as being a holy, a holy book sanctified and, and set apart. But it's set apart for us, family. It's set apart for us to be an example of what to do or what not to do. These words have been preserved all these years as as a guide, as a post, as God's word, his spirit of life and truth are in these words. So as we read these different things, you know, we we look to see how they apply to us in today's time. Yes, we can get so much out of the word. We can we can find out various different things, but the main thing that we're looking for in these few years, these three years in reading through the Bible is the application and the practicality of how it applies to our life today. So as we look at this particular scenario, this particular incident, this story in history, we, we see that most, most of the men in this story respond in ways that show little faith in God. I mean, think about it. Shechem violated God's just laws and, and did violence to an, to an innocent woman. In our today's vernacular, he he raped her, right? He took her her innocence. And and Jacob, Jacob didn't trust. He didn't trust that God would maintain his family in the land like he promised. So he, so he was looking to to run and to flee. And, and Jacob's sons used a sacred symbol of the covenant with God as a trick to murder far more people than were guilty. Oh, hallelujah. How many times, family, have we taken matters into our own hands because of hurt, guilt, anger or fear, or even the big one, because of a lack of faith? I mean, I've heard my mom say, jokingly many times she would say boy don't let me put my christianity up on a shelf and go upside your head well but in all seriousness we all have at some point in our christian walk took a step said a word made a decision without consulting god and then later realized God, I should have asked you first before I did this. Or we may have asked God, but did not wait for his response. Or perhaps received the response through someone praying over us, but only believed it for a short time because we did not see the manifestation of it quickly enough. Oh, hallelujah. Forgive us, Father, where we have fallen short in our humanity in our anger, in our fear, our hurt, or our lack of faith, we have put you second. Oh, hallelujah, if we did not ask for forgiveness, or if we are doing it even now, we repent, Father God, in the name of Jesus, and ask for your forgiveness, your strength, your courage. You, Father God, you have us in your hand. Vengeance is yours, you say. Oh, hallelujah, not ours. 
Deliverance, you give, we receive it. Healing, you give, we receive it. Provision, you provide, oh hallelujah, we receive it. Direction, you give, oh Father God, we receive it in the name of Jesus. And we thank you that right now, oh hallelujah, that right now, that we will continue to look forward that we will continue, Lord Father God, to lean not to our own understanding, not to our own strength, not to our own power, but acknowledge you in all our ways and let you direct our path. We are yours, Father God. We are tools in your hand. And we desire not to fall short, but to be and do all that you have created us for. We glorify you, Lord God. We lift you up. We exalt your holy name. We thank you in the precious and powerful and majestic name of your son, Jesus. Glory, hallelujah. Be encouraged today, family. Be encouraged. As we continue to say, be that light. Continue to let the light in the life of Jesus Christ, his Holy Spirit that lives in you, let it continue to shine. Let it, to be, let it continue to be your source of faith and your absolute rule of conduct. Glory, hallelujah. And those of you, my friends, if you do not know this Lord, this God that we are talking about, if you do not know that the Lord has your back, if you do not know yet that he wants you to call him Abba, we're talking to you. For God has said, we all have sinned and come short of his glory. But if you confess your sins to him, he is faithful, he is just, to forgive you of your sins and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. If out of your mouth you call upon the name of Jesus, and in your heart you believe that God raised them to pay the penalty, the price for your sin, you shall be saved. You shall walk with the family of believers. And this journey was not made to be walked alone, family. We indeed want to walk with you. We want to come alongside you and do life with you, share with you your ups, your downs, and encourage you to continue to go. We love you. Indeed, we do. Grace and peace be upon you. And we look forward to being with you here again on tomorrow. And in the meantime, family, love one another.